Hey everyone, Steve Schofield here from Schofield's Flowers. As you know, they call me Scof. And I'm Chris Fraderigo. People call me Fratty. Where are we today, Scof? <laughs> <laughs> we are at Schofield's Flowers Valentine's Day pop-up. Here yeah, at Lunetta are. all day uh, in Santa Monica, 2420 um, Pico Boulevard in Santa Monica, California. And what a day. A little windy today, but I'm telling you what, it's been a fantastic week. It's been uh, fun to watch everything on social media play out. I know I wasn't able to be here on Friday and Saturday. I'm here today uh, on Valentine's Day, which is obviously a very special Aww. day. Thank you, Fred. I know, I know. <laughs> you got me flowers. <laughs> there you go. You got your own flowers. Uh, but for but. Schofield's brand, it's a very uh, important day in the history of the flower shop and you know, kind of the legacy. It is, it is. So, I mean, for those who don't know who Schofield's Flowers is, um, my grandfather started in 1896, Big Bill Schofield. And uh, in 1920, uh, Deanna O'Banion, a young newsie who used to work for him, came in and he became a gangster for the Northside Mob. And uh, Northside Gang, they would call him. And uh, he wound up uh, offering my grandfather $10,000 in cash on the table and said, we need a front, we need to be partners. And not much arguing you're going to do when you're dealing with the mob. So uh, that led to him then being killed uh, in 1922 by Al Capone's guys. Right. And then uh, Jaime DePaul Weiss, who took over the the gang, along with Bugs Moran, uh, was killed on Holy Name Cathedral Steps. In uh, 26, and then uh, in 29, 95 years ago, woo, 95 years ago, the St. Valentine's Massacre went down with five, seven guys were killed mm-hmm. in the north side garage on Clark Street. But um, five of them were actually from the O'Banion group. They they actually thought that Bugs Moran was in there, but he was across the street grabbing a coffee. And uh, Next thing you know, uh, the, the, the shooting went down. It was like a firing squad. They came in dressed as cops. And uh, that was really the thing that put Capone uh, away because uh, the city had enough. For 20 years, there was gay line, gayland fighting and everything, and they were just done with it. So my grandfather was the florist to the mob. And uh, how can you, you know, business was good. <laughs> Business was booming, as uh, they say. Booming. Yep. (laughs) So, yeah, so it's a, you know, I mean, in respect to the guys that passed away and everything, it's just like, it's something that's been so dear to me in my whole life. I mean, as a kid, when I was working in the flower shop, I mean, we slept in the flower shop on cots. If you, it didn't matter. You were working at all times during the holidays. Like, and this has been work setting this thing up. But you know, we're we're just enjoying it. A year ago today, Freddie, yeah, we had this exact setup, but over inside. Right. And uh, it, it with Brian Jarman, one of my closest friends and clients in the business, and I wound up uh, booking uh, the Netflix uh, Chicago Seven. That's so, right. That's right. For the brand, I mean, people ask me. Who is Schofield's Flowers? And I try to tell him that, look, it started with me. I just sort of got tired of having partners. I wanted to do something different. I realized that I was a brand. I was writing a lot. We wrote a book of short stories that, you know, it turned out we put it in between our coasters. Right. And it came out. It was very funny. We got after the after the pop up we did last year here. We wanted to get invited to the Mom Museum to do a podcast. And that went very well. And uh, you know, the next thing you know, we're turning into a brand, and that's what we are now. So we're working on some incredible 
uh, pop-ups for other brands. We're working. We've got a couple meetings already this weekend with people stopping here, giving cards. An architect came by. Um, a, a rep for uh, different magazines from Penske came by today. And uh, the restaurant business is also changing. Mm-hmm. So our thoughts are is that for a restaurant, why not have entertainment? Why not have something that they're going to be doing? So when it comes to Schofield's Flowers, we're really a brand. And uh, we're pushing uh, different types of menswear now. We mm-hmm. uh, we designed the line of smoking jackets, which did very, very well. Yep, and you're wearing one of them um, right this now. This was the inspiration. This jacket was given to me by Hugh Hefner. That's As right. a kid, I was like 19 years old, but I knew Hugh Hefner since I was 10 years old because I was a runner and I was dropping off the flowers while the truck would shot, drive around yeah. the block. Back when he was in Chicago. Yeah, so at the mansion. So next thing you know, I, I'm looking at this. I met Nicola Angelos, who we're going to get on the show in just a bit. She's got a pop-up inside, as you can we'll show you. And we'll have some cuts of showing you what the pop-up actually looks like. And, uh, you know, we've also got uh, Jeff, the 420 chef here, and, uh, and he's, we're selling his CBD oil here today. And we're going to have Jeff give us a, a, you know, a rundown on this oil. And it's sort of like the, um, the scotch or the, uh, the bourbon that right, we've been right. talking has about. Barrel, all, the barrel? Yeah, uh, it has all the info about where it was bottled, the barrel, you know, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Incredible. Which, so you know what you're getting and, and all that. And um, now, obviously, for you guys watching this, you can't come down while you're watching this because this is recorded in the past. This isn't live. Um, but, you know, you'll have all the links and things to go there. But I know, Scope, this is the third third annual Schofield Flowers pop-up on Valentine's Day. It is. It and is. I think the, the thing that I think makes sense about who we are and how we've been successful in our careers is every time we do these, whether or not... You know, you come down to buy some oil or the flowers that we got or different things, we meet people and we connect with them. Yep. And whether it's that day, three days, three months, three years later, we still have those relationships to where then we're doing some sort of collaboration, which is part yep. of the Schofields Plus yep. brand that yep. uh, we've yep. been working on. Um, and so it's just been something that's in our DNA of how we like to conduct business and um, partnering with the Lynette all day to have yep. this. It's a win-win for everyone. It enhances their brands. It gives their customers either waiting to get in or as they're leaving an extra experience. That's to it. what they talked about. I mean, the, the receptionist said to me, Steve, I got to tell you, the the pop-up has been a blessing for us because they can't seat everybody as quickly with co- with COVID going right, on. Right, right. And we are very mask safe. We have masks here that are from uh, yep. Co-Protect who came and. Uh, sent over masks for everybody, and I just did a campaign for them. And so, thank you, Co-Protect Global. We're, we're, you know, we love these masks, and, and people have been grabbing some. And and so, you know, it's like, um, it's just an opportunity uh, to give some of the folks that are walking around a few minute break, and they come over and look before they get buzzed on their phone, and they mm-hmm. go in inside. And Nicole has been selling a lot of different things, and. Uh, you know, it's not about necessarily selling the flowers or selling anything. It's more about the connections that we're making, like you said. Yep. Look where we're going to be next week. We're going to be, uh, well, yeah, because well, well, this will be out before them, but uh, this week we're going to be going down to the all-new storefront in San Clemente for North Menswear, a little brand that I uh, was introduced to, gosh, five or six years ago. Yep. Um, and it was just a small boutique. It, it's kind of like if for the followers that have been following us all along, it's like uh, an American version of the bloke. They're really focused on American-made goods uh, with an emphasis on things local. And uh, so we're going to be going to their new storefront in San Clemente to, to do yeah. a uh, podcast uh, you know, social hour with, uh, with them. 
Um, and again, it's just relationships that happened five years ago that now made sense for us to collaborate and do yeah. something together. And I hope it opens up doors because I got plenty of ideas of how we can collaborate with oh, them my God. that we'll be able to talk then. Um, and now I do want to say before we get Jeff on because I know he's ready to go. I uh, just want to have you quickly uh, hold Little on to everything <laughs> before the tornado comes through. But you know, let's talk about this one. You know, what do we got going on here? I know you mentioned we got the um, shag bag. We got Jeff's oils here. You know, what all you know do we have going on for the guests that weren't able to come so they know what to expect next time? Yeah, we have uh, we have this brand called. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> Naughty hustle. <laughs> I had to. I know I was not, uh, naughty. I almost went with naughty. But Charlotte's her, her hanging planners are just yep. fantastic. Well, you just bought one. Yep, which got is one great. for the wife. Already, um, we'll have given it to you, so no surprise there. <laughs> We've got, uh, of course, uh, shag bag is here. Yep. Get shagged uh, is her IG. Uh, we've got flowers that we went down and picked out, hand picked the flowers, and I actually designed all the par- flowers, which was and they look I hadn't, they look I, great. Thank you. I hadn't done it in like forty <laughs> years, and then uh, <clears throat> we bought some succulents from a a grower downtown that's been doing it for over forty years, a Japanese uh, firm down there, and it was just really cool to get back into the history. And then uh, we also uh, from the cigar warehouse, uh, they gave us some uh, really nice Cohiba ashtrays to sell here. Yep. And uh, we got Co-Protect. And uh, yeah, that's 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 about to, for this one. We invite. Yeah, you know, we wanted to because of COVID, we wanted to be just a little bit careful, right? Of course. But but um, we're going to have some other situations going down where um, we're going to be doing like. Uh, the podcast that we're going to have next week and everything. And then we've Absolutely. also got a collab with uh, L.C. King coming up. So yep. we're super excited about that. Yeah. So and obviously, I was just going to say, you know, for, for those brands watching this now, you know, we're sorry you couldn't uh, join us for this one, but definitely reach out. Let us know. We'd love to talk about either an event at your spot or uh, the next time we do an event, have you uh, join on board as well. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't we bring our guest on? All right. Let's bring on Jeff, the 420 chef yeah. in the house. <laughs> Jeff, don't step on my face. Well, thanks for having me. It's awesome to be here. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's good to see you. <laughs> you guys have done a great job with all the different brands here. I'm very impressed. It looks uh, really great. Thank you very good much. Job. Well, we love you guys, and we love Jared, who was here on, on Friday, and uh, you know, I, does, I know he does all your marketing. Yeah, well, Jared's and, amazing. I mean, you know, you don't get much better. Not only is he an amazing business person yeah. and marketing person, he's also my son. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, and you know, dads can be tough on their sons, but he <laughs> He's amazing. He doesn't need that. Well, the He's apple, on me. Yeah, <laughs> the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, as they say, right? So yeah. tell us what's been going on with you, and tell us about this uh, CBD oil. Yeah, sure. You? So, you know, um, we had to pivot because of COVID. Right. We were about to open up the, one of the world's first cannabis edibles, lounges and restaurants in West Hollywood. March 19th, they told us we had to stop because of COVID. We couldn't open April 20th. So we really just started everything over again, but this time with CBD and really going down the uh, product manufacturing route. Okay. So just like we have tasteless can of oil, yep. right? Now we have tasteless CBD olive oil. And the cool thing about this is that this is a limited run, all right? It mm-hmm. comes from the Minaki olive. There's only one tree in Greece called the Minaki olive tree. That oh produces my God. the Minaki olives. It's limited, right? right. We wow. were really, you know... Um, uh, lucky enough to get this oil and to work with, you know, manufacturer out there to actually infuse it um, to make a tasteless CBD can oil, right? So there's no THC in here, but you get the benefits of CBD. But here's the beauty of it. This is a 50 milliliter bottle. 
every milliliter has one milligram of CBD. So there are five milligrams, there are five milliliters of oil in a teaspoon, right? Right. That means you're going to get five milligrams of CBD in a teaspoon, and that's the perfect dose. Oh, that's so fantastic. So really, it's easy to work with. Um, you know, it's really inexpensive. You know, we're, we're really, you know, bringing it out to the world just to say, hey, he's having special from us. It's COVID time. Yeah. You know, not trying to make a whole lot of money on it, but just trying to get it out there because it is, like I said, limited run. You know, it's very hard to find Minaki olives. The Minaki yeah. olive oil is, you know, very yeah. rare. So um, it's here. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, we're excited to hear That's yours. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to I'm gonna put it on my food the minute I get some because I'll tell you, my feet are killing me and my hips are my hip flexors, man. Yeah, we'll just like, order a salad from yeah. yeah. Uh, add it to the dressing. Yeah. And you're good to go. Awesome. One I can't even wait. And Jeff, we were talking about it just off camera. So you mentioned already that this is the CBD. doesn't have THC. Correct. We've talked about it in other episodes, but again, for some of the new listeners who maybe don't understand exactly the differences, maybe you can go in again. Sure, sure. You know, so the cannabis plant, uh, sister plant is the hemp plant, right? So right. hemp and cannabis are pretty much sisters, right? The cannabis plant is has a much higher uh, potency of THC, which is what gets you high, right? right? Sometimes cannabis can have some CBD in it as well, it's kind of style, and that actually, you know, is a, another medicinal property, right? And that helps with anxiety and with pain and joint relief. And there's a lot of great things that CBD can help with, right? So I can't say that it actually does that because we're not in that world just yet. But if you look at the research, you'll see what the research and anecdotal evidence starts to show. So we realized that we can do a CBD version of what we're doing with the hemp plant. So we go to hemp, we take the hemp plant, we extract from the hemp plant the trichome, which is the same thing like on a, on a cannabis plant. The trichome is a little gland, looks almost like a mushroom, and that just houses the cannabinoids, right? So then what we do is we'll remove all the compounds from the plant that don't that are not in the trichomes, you know, that cause that danky taste, like the chlorophyll, the terpenes, and the flavonoids. We pull those out. We have a very pure plant now, which is just the cellulose of the plant in the trichome. In that trichome is a CBD. Then we put it into our oil, and the oil gets uh, gets the benefits of the CBD. So it's uh, pretty awesome. And CBD is out there. You know, you can buy it anywhere. You can ship it anywhere. It's legal. Right. Um, and the, the difference is, when it's a cannabis plant or a cannabis product, um, anything that has any more than 0.3% of THC is specific cannabis. So this this CBD, for example, is pure CBD um, that's gone into the olive oil. Oh, wow, that's amazing. And I know that you got into this because... How did you... I forget the exact reason you got into it, but, I mean, I know you've helped a lot of friends out that have had cancer and different things like yeah, that. Yeah, so. I mean, I, that's how I got into it. We were, um, we had a family member who um, was suffering from brain cancer. Uh, my sure. best friend's mom, um, she actually, at the time, she was suffering with stage 4 ovarian cancer. Wow. Um, so, you know, and these people... They, they knew that cannabis help, could help them, but they didn't like the taste of the cannabis in their food. And I was challenged to take out that taste. And they're right. taking out that taste and figuring out how to make edibles that don't taste like weed, but still give you the benefits of the THC and or CBD. And that's how it started. Word got out. We started doing a lot of, you know, little parties here and there. All of a sudden, the Daily Beast did a story on me, and Newsweek did a story on me, and you know, word got out. And once it starts building like that, you can cook for a lot more people. Um, thankfully, I've been able to cook for a lot of people, you know, who really needed this on a medicinal level. You know, unfortunately, many of them are not around anymore, but I really do believe that, you know, by doing what we do, we were able to help them, you know, in the, those last phases of what they're going through, you know, oh, they're transitioning. Fantastic. So, yeah. Well, I can't even wait to try it because my hip flexors are killing me today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 let's do it. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. let's get some of that, those awesome chicken sandwiches. Yeah, chicken the best chicken. You could actually, salad. it's big, it's a big one. You could split it, you know. So let's do it. That's what we did the other day. On there, we'll get to go. So, um, 
And then what do you see happening in, like, COVID's going to go away. What's, your, what's the next steps for you? You know, I think that, you know, as COVID goes away, you'll start to see these restaurants and lounges opening. Um, we've been very fortunate where, you know, we're just getting ourselves set up to be manufacturing this en masse. Um, we are gearing ourselves up to be the McCormick of the cannabis industry because our culinary cannabis is cannabis flower that literally mimics the odor and taste of any herb or spice we want. I can't really get the heat in there yet. Like, for example, I can't do a hot pepper, but I can do a cinnamon, you know? So oh. we, have, we have no oregano, it tastes like oregano. I think you've tried that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we have yeah. rosemary jane, which tastes like rosemary. We have cinnamon, which tastes like cinnamon. So we have a lot of different herbs and spices. And again, there's no herbs or spices mixed in. There's no oils mixed in. It's 100% cannabis put through a process that's rooted in molecular gastronomy that allows the cannabis to literally assume the odor and taste taste of any anything we want to put into it. Wow. Oh, wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of fun. A lot, of, a lot, lot of molecular pizza. talk. And, <laughs> a, lot, you know. a lot of words we don't understand here. I know Scope understands CBD, THC, alcohol, tobacco, you know. Cohiba. Exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, it goes along with everything I'm trying to do. Find the right brands that I really believe in. I believe in you. We've had such good times with you. And talk about your cooking book. I mean, you've got a book. So I do have a cookbook. Yes, yeah, tell yeah. us about your cookbook. I've got a cookbook. It's called The 420 Gourmet. Right. Um, you can uh, either get it on our website, get the 420 Chef, and I, I can sign it to people, you know, personalize <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's Or wonderful. on Amazon. It's one of the top-selling cannabis cookbooks on Amazon. But the beauty of that cookbook is that not only does it teach you how to make your own light-tasting can of oil or can of butter, but it also teaches you how to use it, and then each recipe will tell you exactly how many milligrams of THC are in each serving so that you know exactly what you're eating or what you're serving to your guests. And you can always tone it down yeah. and teach you how to do that. So it's the only cookbook out there that does that. I love it because when we were doing this show, I know I don't you're going. Remember, I know where but you're I was going. like, we were getting ready. I was going to try some, and I was like, "Hey, Jeff, how much do I use on this?" And he's like, "One <laughs> teaspoon, right?" I think at the time, sorry, one teaspoon. One teaspoon. Yeah, yeah. I go, and I, I don't know who I was with. I said, ah, "Let's just do two. <laughs> <laughs> but we were driving home. I said, "Judy, you got to drive home." <laughs> See, I could I, I was only one. <laughs> yeah, I just felt like I was on a nice uh, rolling stone uh, rocket ship flying home, and uh, it was great, you know. And I felt. I mean, yeah, it's fun. I mean, look, look at what's happened in the world now. I mean, I feel sorry for these, for kids and uh, people who have been arrested back 30 years ago for yeah. THC, right? That are still in doing lifetime sentences. Well, the good news, the good news is that the last prisoner project, for example, that we're involved with, you know, we support them. Um, as a matter of fact, um, through our website, a lot of the portions, a portion of a lot of the sales we do go to the last prisoner project. And what oh, doing, wow. Yeah, what they're trying to do is they're trying to um, get all these people out that are in jail for nonviolent drug offenses. Terrible. You know, cannabis, basically. Uh, and they shouldn't be in jail. So yeah. to get them out, get them, you know, resituated, reacclimated to life as we know it. And it's interesting because I actually met a guy who got out after serving 12 years in jail. Oh. And he came out, he literally came out right when we shut down. Oh, he's wow. like, he's like, and he had to, he, I actually, you know, I met him because he was staying at this halfway house. You know, I guess that that's where you go, you know, between prison and here. He goes, I can't even contact my family. Because I got to be in this place for you know, X amount of time, and you know they keep your eye on you, and it's all crazy. And you know he was just telling me how he he came out, and he thought he was coming out into this world. Meanwhile, the world is shut down. Oh my God! So you know right. we're having yeah. those great conversations. Like, well, you know now you can at least figure it out, yeah. so that you know when it does open up, you're you're more acclimated to it. But it's really weird, you know. Imagine being in jail, and you know you don't see any of what's going on. You come out, and then everything's shut down. 
It's like Twilight yeah. Zone, you know? Yeah. So. I was Girl. thinking about when we talked to uh, Jet, and she was saying how, like, Boston George comes out after, what, 20-something 20 years? 21 years, I yeah. And those were an explosion of technology. Yeah. All of a sudden, there's cell phones. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, what is this? You Social know, media, like, yeah. you know, things that... Well, look at his typewriter. Yeah. <laughs> he went in with a typewriter, came out with a laptop, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, were, we, were, we were literally talking about, you know, how the GPS in my car, you went for a ride. And he's like, dude, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't need a map or anything. I just have to follow this. He's like, that is crazy. Right? right? Can you imagine? They kind of hear about these things, right? But they don't really use it. They don't crazy. know what it is. And they come out, and they're just like, in total, like... Culture shock is to relearning. You really have to relearn. You know, like life has changed, and that's yeah. only twelve years. After twenty years, right? Or after thirty years? I mean, it gets crazy. You know, it's, um, but thank God these guys are getting out. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's yeah. and I think COVID was really a great catalyst. So legalization was one catalyst, but you know, unfortunately, government officials and others they dragged their feet. Right now, COVID. Put, like little little fire underneath them, they had to get out. You know, at least some of the prisoners. You know, just so they wouldn't get sick, right? To you know bring down the population in the prisons. But you know, he was, was also explaining to me that people don't understand just what a business prisons are. You know, they don't want to let them out. Yeah, right. yeah, because they're making yeah, money. Yeah, because the so. government pays them per yeah. day per everything. Right. Uh, every I forget what it is, but it's millions and millions of dollars to keep a, a you know serial killer in prison when they should just right. You know. Axe the guy. And yeah, and the crazy thing is, you know, you think about it, and all these prisoners that are there for these like non-violent offenses, right? I mean, they could be adding so much more to to society. So things that I'm doing, and I, I you know, I admit it, and I appreciate what, what they have sacrificed for me, you know, to be able to do this as a. a Apparently, white person. No, I mean, although I'm, I'm Jewish, I don't consider myself white. Even right. though I have, you know, I'm white yeah. in color. But you know, and. There are many privileges afforded to people like us, right? That, you know, some of my friends and a lot of people in prison don't have. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, you know, I even talked about it in my book where, you know, I'm so appreciative and I dedicate the book to these people because they are the ones to sacrifice so I could do what I'm doing today. Yeah. You know, yeah. and as we grow, we're going to be hiring people that are coming out. You know, and I feel that if you gave something up for cannabis and you got in jail and you're out now, we want you on our team because you've sacrificed for it. You understand it. We appreciate you, and you'll have a lot more love for what you're doing than anybody else because you literally got into jail because of something that you love. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. you know, that's something that. Well, we're I, I mean, on. I think you know, like the '60s are were big, big years, and that's what even Nicola's brands about the '60s, and I'm in my '60s now, so. I always say it's, uh, you know, bringing back to 60s. Or I'm, making, I'm teetering or, on, I'm, te- yeah. <laughs> I'm getting closer yeah. to 60s. Yeah, or making, making, uh, keeping the 60s cool. Yeah, say. yeah. She's keeping it cool, I'm keeping it cool, because I still think I'm pretty cool. So I was born in yeah. the early 60s, so, yeah, you know, yeah. we're, I could still consider myself a 60s baby. I've seen videos of the 60s, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, listen, um, thank you so much for joining us Well, today. thank you for having me. I mean, awesome. I'm ready for some chicken. I don't yeah, know yeah, I'm ready for some chicken, Yeah, let's do it, let's do it. Let's get something to eat. All right, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Chef. Thank you. We'll be back Thank with you. Nicola Angelos from Shagbag. Wow, Freddie, that was fantastic. Oh, my huh? gosh, that chicken was unreal. <laughs> unreal. I was talking about Jeff the Pork oh. Chef. Well, <laughs> yes, of course. Jeff is always uh, a yeah. great guest. Love having yeah. him on. I think what's that, that's his third time on, yes. on the show. Third time uh, on the show. But he uh, actually looked pretty fly, and uh, Nicola's... Uh, Shag jacket, all I know. black with this. Yeah, he's like a pretty good. He's trying a new there. style. I like yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, oh, oh my God, there's. <laughs>
special guest. All right. We have some surprise guests. Yeah. I didn't know that you yeah. guys were going to be here. Shut up. You've been here all weekend with me. <laughs> Come on, get oh over here. Right. We'll start with you. But, we got uh, Nicola. We got you, got a, you got a camera. You got, a, you got yeah. your own oh, mic. Oh, my mic. God. There's yeah. a mic. camera right there. Okay, wow. Oh, look at this. There's yeah. some more yeah. in here, too, in the house. Yes. So Anise is a fantastic stylist, wardrobe stylist here, mm-hmm. designer in LA, blogger, Instagram specialist. <laughs> a Jane of all trees. Hi guys. Oh Kathy, nice yeah. to see you. Bill, I'll give you a call after the show, okay? Thanks. All right. Yeah. All right, Don. I'll call you too. We have the quiet. We have the quiet now signs on. So there's like a thousand people here. Like, all again, COVID safe. You know, COVID safe. Yeah, they're all the way to LA Dodger Stadium. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Hi, Tom. Yeah, I know you're in the fifth row. <laughs> but I mean, how great is this weekend, Ben? Mm-hmm. It's been fantastic. We've had a lot of great people roll through. So happy to get back out in the out in the dining scene in LA, and just wanted to give them a little something extra for their first weekend back. Yes, yes, and I've been so sick of wearing this mask, but oh, what are you going to do? we got to yeah. do it until we're all healthy, but, um, exactly. you know, we've been masking it up all the, the entire week. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so, I mean, what's, I mean, what did you get out of this? <laughs> I just got so much out of it. I mean, client-wise and friends stopping by and some clients. Exactly. It was just really nice to meet everyone and be back out there and, um, you know, kind of check in and see how everyone was doing after all this. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, scope and I got out of it is a nice chicken sandwich, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I know that chicken sandwich is good as you people can see. Oh wait, I thank God I got the typewriter white paper. <laughs> so Anissa, what are you doing here today? I'm here to support my mm-hmm. housemate and best friend, Cola. Oh, exactly. And just have a so break honored. before I go back to work tomorrow. Did you notice you stole about yep. sixty of your plants here? No, I'm teasing. Oh, I know. I was like, the plants are I go visit Nicole, and it's very, you know, it's always beautiful. And then I come over now that you're there, and it's even prettier because of all the plants. It brings a lot of, like, earthy feels to that. Oh, yeah, and life. Like yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, I mean, if mm-hmm. anything, you got a lot of watering to do. I do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of doing that. Yeah, really. i got to go to Russia. Right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Anissa, it's so nice, like, having her here. She's busy all the time, so making, you know, the time to stop by and see us is we're very grateful for. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. what do you have? What's what's going on with you right now? Um, I'm working on a new show for Disney Plus. Nice. And Can you say what it is? Can't, well, it has been announced on some, like the host and the judges. You heard it here first. So, <laughs> I know, but since I did sign an NDA and waiver, you did. I don't okay. All right, so we'll have to kill you. You know, we're mob related. Yeah. Hey, but I can share some Instagram posts that'll allude to perfect. what it's called. Perfect. All right, that's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. So, yeah. and what else? I mean, personally, what have you been doing? A lot of your own fashion, a lot of um, stuff that you've been doing too. Yeah, like working with clients, and then also I do social media on the side. So. Right. I have to plan a shoot for some nurses, and I'm actually going to be a nurse. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. In the, oh. in the, in the video. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 Got a lot of so. nurses in the Schofield family. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah, yep. We have a lot of nurses. He does. So my daughter's a nurse at UCLA. My daughter-in-law is a nurse at Simi Valley. My son's wife. Future wife uh, Denise is going to be doing that too. Yeah. So, well, maybe yeah. they'll be interested in Care Connect. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So, and then what? Uh, how long have you been in LA now? 
Oh, I'm actually from LA. Oh, you are. Okay. Yeah. So I was born in Bellflower at the Kaiser, oh, and then I used to live in the Bay Area for right. ten years, and then Montana, and then back to LA. Montana. Yeah, wow. but I graduated from Burbank High, went to college in Riverside. And, nice. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, are you? In, I mean, I know it's been tough this year, but you've been staying busy, right? I've been pretty busy. Like even I was working during the pandemic. There are parts where I wasn't, but I started working more in June and July, and then I booked a TV series that I styled by myself from September till the end of December, right before Christmas, right. and that was challenging doing it all by myself, yeah, and that's going to premiere... I think in March, like wow, March or April. Wow. That's awesome. I mean, yeah. And what do you see in like in the, I mean, in the world of fashion? Like I'm seeing like so much of the 80s back right now. Oh yeah, the 80s. The baggier pants, yeah. the high rise yeah. pants, the pants a little even higher, the shoulders. shoulders. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It's like so many 90s. Plays. It's like yeah, 90s, even, 80s, yeah. and with the mix of 2000s. Right. So I feel like we have that boy band where like uh, the tracksuits yeah, and then. Yeah. A lot of the jumpsuits yeah. and then cargo pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Day, like Jinko jeans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. No, it's yeah. all coming back. I, I mean, it's my uh, my my terrible high school, middle school style is coming back around. I can bring those photos out. I <laughs> <No, laughs> not think I look like a you know I look terrible. But you but. can't get in them, <laughs> right? No. <laughs> Be the last thing I could. I do. wore a medium back then. Yeah, medium. <laughs> so um, yeah, I just. I'm noticing that I like, well, we decided to do the uh, smoking jackets yeah. because I just so much loungewear. This was the inspiration because I was given this back years and years ago when I was like 19, 20 years old by Hugh Hefner. And uh, <laughs> pretty cool, right? Yeah. And then, and then, so I had it cut, cut a little longer because I've been watching, ours are a little shorter that we designed. I've been watching a lot of 1870s like shows, early, you know, like Warrior, a great television series right now. And uh, I think they just got canceled, but they're co- they're trying to come back. Yeah. I heard, and it's uh, about San Francisco in the 70s and 80s, 1800s. Oh yeah, it's uh, written by Bruce Lee yeah, Bruce or Lee, Bruce it's, Lee's it's, document. Some, yeah, yeah. Get something involved with it. It's a crazy. Mm-hmm. Lonnie, my old partner, uh, he's one of the directors and everything. But it's a crazy show. But the men were so dapper. Oh, I mean, yeah. the way they dressed with. You know, scarves around their necks, yeah. and you know, and then you look at any of the English movies or the Scottish movies, you know, where the warriors or whatever they are, the same thing. I mean, they're out there, you know, slaying the dragon, and then the next thing you know, they're all dressed up and going to a, a ball. And the women had the, you know, like what was the, 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 the 18th century, like the 18th, a pompous. Yeah, yeah. What was that about? Um, I feel like there's a lot of layers, <laughs> but it's the times, like, because I think, like, the skirts were really formal at one point, and then they kept on getting bigger, because just fashion, like, things were getting big. Right. But even after the 20s, because they went through their, like, they had their kind of pandemic back in the yep. 1920s, yep. and we kind of re-experienced that this past year, and it's like, once things reopen, everyone was dressing up, because they couldn't go anywhere. So I feel like that's yeah. going to happen here, where we ha- we're confined, to, we're not really confined to our homes, but we have to stay at place for a certain amount of time. So once things start reopening, people are like, I this is my chance to right. put on an outfit right. and go to make out a I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to wear yeah. I used to wear jeans like every day, and I was like, yeah. jeans are so comfortable, like this is great. And then I was at home for nine months, mm-hmm. and I wore anything with an elastic waistband, shorts, sweatpants, yeah. whatever, and I was like put on jeans for the first time after like five or six months yeah. I was like these are so rigid <laughs> they're constrictive yeah. like all sorts of stuff and I was like 
sweatpants need to become like the new like oh, workwear. Nice, yeah. yeah. man. They are. I like just the regular like yeah. like um um just a regular sweatshirt and it yep. has some writing on it. It's, and then and then yeah. the, the kids maybe throw in a baggier pair of jeans or they got some old Adidas pants that they've cut yeah. short and they're wearing some docks. It's just crazy. But I like the style. Yeah. I really do. Well, it is coming back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you go to the stores, I feel they've been dressing up sweats with boots and it looks really hip. And There's yeah. also like a, brand, yeah. the a brand. There's a brand, I think, yeah, called... Long and baggy and just yeah, like... Yeah, like it looks, it's like an elevated... Elevated comfort. There's a brand yeah. I think called Quelu, Quelu, oh, yeah. and they have sweatpants with belt loops on it, so you can put a belt, like put a belt on your sweats and then wear them more like a dress pant. But you're wearing sweatpants. I mean, we're in advertising and fashion and design, and you know, so look at you. I mean, this is Elsie King. It's a great brand. We both like it. It's work work clothing, but you can look at you dress it up and mm-hmm. look as handsome as ever. And you can tell that it's good tailoring, like oh, the seams. Yeah, the yeah, seams. Like it fits to a tee. Triple stitch. Yeah. Triple stitch. He's really a really talented, you know, artist himself, and I mean, he's a modern day Levi Strauss. So I love mm-hmm. that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I love. I, I mean, I'm like thinking, like, what do these people think? I'm walking around in a robe or what? You know, am I homeless or no? But no, I think no. it looks good. I've had you're, a, you're the so hue of Lunetta. I'm yeah. the hue of Lunetta. <laughs> Hugh and Lunetta. <laughs> well, listen, we just wanted to thank you so much yeah. for joining us, and we really appreciate your support. We've had a lot of friends come by this week, and it's been fantastic. You know, yeah, really no, has. the spot is great. It's a great spot, right? I've even had people reach out to me to see if they can have photo shoots here. Oh, really? Well, yeah. let, us know. let us know. Let us know. Because then know. we'll let Mike know, yeah. and then we'll charge him. And, <laughs> right. you know, well, sorry, Mike, but, you know, that's <laughs> yeah. the deal. Right? <laughs> I'll, I'll bleep that. I'll bleep that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, he, yeah. How much? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's been great. And thank you. I mean, yeah. she's... Yeah fantastic to work with and hang with and Absolutely. you know we've had so many friends come through it's been fantastic so it's been a great weekend. yeah thanks yeah it's about the branding and i think we're elevating both our brands right now and that's amazing thank you thank you yeah thanks for stopping by cheers <laughs> <laughs> all right wow that was fantastic huh? oh man those girls are, are a hoot i can only imagine the nights when you're over at their place brainstorming the next oh my move. It's cr- uh, I don't know how much work you get done, but you definitely have a good time. We normally don't get any work done, but we get ideas, and then we pin it, and then we spin it to Monday. Uh, so. That makes sense. Oh, my God. There's Brock Jacobs in the house. <laughs> good, my man. Good, my man. Yes. Good. What's so, good, brother? How are you? Oh, we're, doing it. We're, doing it. we're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. You never know. You never know. We got some olive oil. We could just throw it on there. Don't worry about it. But we got sprays. So, um... So I've recently partnered with him in the augmented reality, virtual reality, yes, lifestyle, car word. I mean, we've it. had some really fantastic meetings. We did the co-protect uh, mass uh, spots, six of them together. Yeah, right. and it couldn't have gone. It, it's just hard worker, yeah. great guy. Rock. I mean, you've been doing this for a long time now, and you've worked on several movies. You've got. You've worked with McAllen's, you've got uh, Aston Martin as a client. I mean, you know, who's been like what through several changes over the years and they've stuck with you? Yeah, they've stuck with me through a. They were public, then they went bankrupt, a billionaire bought them, brought them back private, they've changed CEOs, and they still keep. I still work with them. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. awesome. Great company. 
So I mean, what's what's I mean, you've had a you've had you and I are having some big times right now. What else is new? You have a feature too, maybe you're working. Yes, we got a feature coming up with uh, Sigourney Weaver, Kate Mara, and Elizabeth Banks. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. It's and called Paul Jane. Paul Jane. Yeah. And what's it about? Women's rights. Wow. It's wow. a true story. Uh, back you know in the '60s, late '60s, when uh, women's couldn't they couldn't go get an abortion. Um, these these girls got together. They'd write on the bathroom stall, "Call Jane if you need help." Oh my wow. god! And they what were doing these, these you know, like in a speakeasy type right. of, you know, environment, and they were doing these these abortions for them. And these are women that been raped or whatever it may be that needed these things. And uh, doctors were charging money, and these ladies said, "We're not going to charge for this. We need to help people." And it's a true story. It's going to be an awesome wow. movie. Yeah, wow. we, we, we shoot next month. Oh, that sounds great. And then yeah. we're also in the middle of a pitch for. Uh, the NFL uh, uh, draft is coming up oh, in Cleveland, uh, so we've been talking to the city of Cleveland about some really cool uh, work there with an agency cool. out of Kansas City, MMGY. They're fantastic. We've had nothing but wonderful experience with them. And it's really nice to deal with somebody like Christy who understands our business and knows experiential and mm-hmm. AR and mm-hmm. VR. And she's like, it's been terrific teamwork and everything. I mean, it's great because it's the evolution of, of, of content with technology. And mm-hmm. for many years, technology and, and what we do in entertainment had butt heads. Right. You know, and now, finally, we're able to work together and use that technology to take our storytelling to the next level. It seems like right now is like that same point when George Lucas brought green screens to mm-hmm. the film. Yes. Where it's new. People don't know how to use it yet. Maybe the, all the technology's not there. But you need stuff to start it. And you get other people who then see the potential in it, and they invest in it, and they grow it and grow it. And now you see what like shows like The Mandalorian were able to do yeah. with an all-new style of a green screen, where it's an LED screen, and it's three, you know, three-dimensional, yep. and they've just I, taken it to the next level. I worked in music, and all, everyone's gone into these uh, virtual concerts. Mm-hmm. You know, everything's online, pay a take, you know, get in. And the bands are making money, but it's not fun for them otherwise because they don't get the energy from the fan. For me, watching it, I don't have the same energy as I was there. And I think there could be a potential where if I put on the goggles, and now I can see everyone else that has goggles on. Yeah. And they can hear me, and I can hear them. The band can hear and see me. Now we're replicating the true concert environment. I'm in my living room. I can't get to New Jersey to see Bruce Springsteen. Mm-hmm. I can't get to, you, you know, these festivals. The only place you're going to go is in, in, <laughs> Well, yeah, now, now he's in jail. I'm a big fan of the but, boss. But, you know, there's these concerts in other places where I can't go and see them, but I could jump on and, and now have that same experience, right. not just watching it, but interacting with the crowd, yeah. hearing other people, and then the bands... You know, they could have some sort of screen on the other side where they see and hear the fans' reaction as they would, and I think that could be the future of it. It just, the technology's not yet there for that, you know, you, me, and them to interact yet. And I think when it can, that could be a huge new market that'll have more opportunity, especially in ages like this where we can't have large gatherings. Right, right. Yeah. No, I agree. And it, it, it does so much for telephone. Data we can create in the process, we see new memory. They have to make new phones over and over. Right. And um, 
It's just great to finally see things really pushing in that direction and people adopting it. Because I started in virtual reality in 2015 and we dropped the camera on the football field of the Dallas Cowboys and people knew what, what it was. And the consumption, people weren't ready for it yet. We only had uh, cardboard at the time. And so you, to see it come as far as it has, now they've got glasses that are, they just no look different like sunglasses. Than this. Yeah, I'm into Bose. I mean, somebody was here, we got talking about AR earlier, and they said, yeah, we were just looking at the new Bose sunglasses uh, that are AR glasses. I mean, he put them on me and said, check these out. And they had the, the um, uh, you can hear the music coming out of the arms of the uh, glasses, and it's just as, it's no different. When I put them on, it's no different than having uh, earbuds in your ear. Wow. Yeah. It was crazy. I mean, you know, and then I tell clients, like, I mean, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, okay. It's okay. Hang on, people. We got to get it built. <laughs> <laughs> it's live. It's live. <laughs> The gun, <laughs> there you go. All right, we got to pay our bills around this place, otherwise, they're going to cut the electric. Don't come here if you don't pay your bills. <laughs> they'll find you and they will make you pay. Just like the mob. Yeah, so, just like the mob. But, anyways, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really, you know, stoked about what's going on with us and everything we have going on. And hang on, step in there and talk about it. Likewise, you know, I think it's, it's, a, bright, it's a lot of opportunity. Yeah. Even though we, you know, we had to sit still for year and a half now, but I think there's a lot of new opportunities on the horizon. Yeah, and, and, then, and then I even just thought of with uh, Black Mirror when they did the Netflix movie, where it's almost like your own choose your own destiny. Where now, you know, it's like more and more things are interactive. The fan controls what's happening. Not people aren't making content. You just have to take it as it is. Right there's more and more opportunity for you to create your own content within the world they've created. Uh, and, and I think that's exciting because now it, it one thing to appease to so many people without having to just be one thing trying to appease everyone. Everyone has their own, oh, I like this aspect, so I'm just gonna go and hang out here and do that. Whereas someone else in that world can go do something else and get the same excitement with a completely different experience. Right. It's more targeted marketing. And, yeah. it, and it's really better for both people. It's better for the for the marketeer. It's better for the consumer. Yeah, that's cool. All right, so what are we? What are you we guys done taping right now? All right. Yeah. Got it. yeah, no, go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, so what are Thank you for having me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, glad to be on. Yeah, but yeah, thanks for coming in. You got some food. We just have the chicken sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Let's just do that. Highly recommended. Yeah, yeah. Good. Thanks for stopping by. All right. Hang on. Let me get back in here. Oh, scope Thank you for having me. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. That was awesome. Here you go, honey. We paid our bill, Mike. All right. Thanks, Rock. All right, yeah. let's wrap this thing up. Awesome. Well, Scope, this was great. Thanks for having me up here. I'm, I'm, I know I missed last year, so I'm excited to be here. For yeah, this yeah, one. yeah. Freddie. I'm really excited for you know this year and what we got for think, next year's. I think we got a lot of stuff going on. A yeah. lot of stuff going on. Thank you, everyone. Check okay. in and watch this show. And next time you hear about our podcast, which will be actually back here at the Neno All Day, St. Pat's Day, we're going to do some of the Kilty games. And I think I'm talking to a kilt maker. So that, you know, you guys can come in and buy one and make your lady happy when they ask you to, you know. <laughs> I mean, I won't be wearing underwear under mine. So. There you go. Bye, everyone. <laughs>
Yeah, <laughs> 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 <laughs>